right, dog. What's up? <laughs> Welcome back. This is uh, episode two of Talking in Circles. Yeah, we are your hosts, Ben Parmeter. And Connor Zeeland. We started recording this episode and it wasn't going well because... Last time I was sitting on the right and you were on the left. Yeah. And it just seemed more natural. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out why does this not feel natural? And because I was on the right and he was on the left. So we switched and now it's, now we're good. You got to do confidence with anything. Yeah. It was like super key. You got to feel confident that what you're doing is. Also, you got to know what works for you. Like me being on the right hits different. (laughs) True, and Something I'm left-handed, so... Yeah, true. That's okay, that's, that was kind of... That's that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. Dude, do you ever... Okay, you're right-handed, right? Yep. You ever sit next to somebody, like, when you're eating, and they're left-handed? I, it and, did like, happen recently. And, like, they're on your right, and yeah. you're just, like, bumping elbows? I think it happened in one of my classes. We weren't eating, but it was weird. Yeah, you gotta switch. That's kind of, like, what just happened verbally for Yeah. Us. For some reason, every time I've gone on a walk with someone in my life, I think I'm always on the right, too. Mm. Even with Mimi? Yeah, for sure. And in Mexico, there's a thing where it, if, if the girl is on, like, your right, I'm pretty sure it means that they're taken. Or they're not really? taken. They're not taken, like, they're available. You better find out which one. Yeah, I, if which I'm giving out false information. <laughs> it means one of the two. Yeah. My bad. Okay. No, but... When you're walking, walking with, with her, yeah, true. Here, are you like if the road's on the left, are you still on her right? Oh yeah, absolutely. because it's yeah, but it's like the chivalrous thing to do to be between your lady and the road. Yeah, one time though, her dad was like so. Benito. If you're like if we were in Mexico right now, she'd be available. Oh shoot. Yeah, and so I was like, I made it a habit. You gotta get that. You better ask him what what one that is. Right I'm pretty left. sure it's on the right. But, I don't know. Now, Will, if you're listening to this, let me know. I'll just ask you later we'll today, check actually. And, and get back to y'all. For sure. But You been working out at all? Um, Yeah. Been doing a lot more walking. Me too. Bridget and I have been walking uh, pretty often. Went on a pretty nice long walk yesterday. Uh, dude, whenever, she, whenever we go on walks, she just wants to walk, like, forever. For real? <laughs> A mile-long walk for me is... That's a long walk. It's, dude, I noticed that when I go on long walks, I come back and, like, I can feel my heart beat in my thighs. <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> yeah, bro, you need to maybe do some... And she wants to mom walk. You need to do some mom walking. Like, like fast. fast? I'm not... Isn't Mimi a fast walker? She's too, super fast. It yeah. just happened the other day. I went. Um, we went on a walk. She was, like, walking her dog, Miles. And I was walking with her brother, Isaac. And we could not keep up. She's four foot ten, everybody, <laughs> and I'm a foot taller, and I can't keep not up with her. Not quite. Okay, eleven you're inches. Like, I'm eleven inches taller. You're five nine. Five nine and a half. Five ten. Yeah. Whatever. Five, ten and a good pair of shoes. Yeah. And, and some Kobe's. Yeah, for sure, dude. I got a R. pair R. of Kobe's, and they're like clogs. They're heavy, Dang. but they're dope. I I always play good in them. True. Play well. I mean, I'm an English minor. I gotta fix my. Yeah. But walks, Dude, walks are Well, hold up real quick. Oh, yeah. My mom, uh, she listened to the last episode, and she said we kept saying seizing, like pray without seizing, mm-hmm. and she corrected me. It's ceasing. Like, seizing is like you're seizing the day. 
or like I pray without. I, I never have surgery. I mean seizures <laughs> when I'm when I'm praying. <laughs> pray without seizures. Yeah. Ceasing. We, well, we should F. cease to say that. Amen. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wait. Walking. Yeah. So workouts. I've been doing a lot of walking, but to me, that's not really a workout. But sorry mm-hmm. if I offended anybody that does that as their workout. It can be, especially if your mom walking like that. For sure, that gets me some heavy winded. But uh, I, I like walking. For me, is not a workout. It's like a chill, like way for me to relax and meditate and think. Yeah. So I don't think of it as like, oh, I'm gonna go on a, a walk for my workout. Mm-hmm. I like to keep those separate. But for workouts, yeah, I've been um, working out in my garage pretty much, just throwing some stuff together. Yeah, I've I've had a few like kind of grungy old weights. You know those like cement weights, dude. That 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 increases your ability to work out. Honestly, I feel like it gives you the best workout because you feel dope. Yeah, like old school and yeah, OG. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, it's been good. I've set up, dude. So I set up. Uh, I took five gallon buckets, mm-hmm. flip them upside down, so I have three of them. Yeah, like three feet apart, and then I have a long, like six or eight foot long board. I think it's eight foot long board. It's like a two by ten, mm-hmm. and I just put that over the buckets, and that's my bench. Yeah, I saw that. Was that on your Instagram story? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty awesome. I think Bridget posted it too. But then I'll throw like a mm-hmm. like a sheet or a blanket over it, kind of as padding, but it's not really much padding. But do you feel like you're getting as good of a workout as you did before? I feel like you can. It's not, like, I don't have super heavy weights, so I'm not doing, like, mm-hmm. crazy heavy strength building stuff, but you can, if you do less rest and you do, like, more supersets and stuff, mm-hmm. you can definitely get, like, I'm sweating and doing a lot more push-ups because I'm doing, still doing that 50 push-ups a day thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. With uh, my girlfriend, Bridget, did a, a challenge of 30 days, 50 burpees a day. Yeah. My guy, I'll do the put. I'll do push-ups instead. So right. I hate burpees. That's, yeah, me too. It's rough. But uh, she's a champ. She's been doing it. But I've been doing the. Fit. I missed a couple days, but yeah, I've been making it up the next day if I miss. Hey, consistency. Hey. <laughs> I Keep was, episode one. Yeah. Seriously, I have been. Um, so two weeks up, leading to the coronavirus outbreak thing. I think, well, I started doing CrossFit with Mimi at a gym in Stevens Point, and for two weeks I was like super consistent, and then I got hit with a big, big sickness. Like, I was super sick. Not sure if it was Rona Rona or not. What, what did you have? I don't know. Like, Do you remember, though? What symptoms? It was w- Winter Blitz. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I was sick. like dead. I was like on my deathbed for like three days, it felt like. True. Bro, and I then, wonder what that was. And then it literally, my whole family was super sick. Dude, you're um, good. But they, you already had it. I know. My my whole family, um, they got sick. Well, my mom got sick and my stepdad got sick before me. And then Mimi and I just went over to the house to pick up a few things for like five minutes. Five days later, I'm like super sick. Dang. And then Mimi got sick the next week and was like really sick for probably two weeks, three wow. weeks. Lingering symptoms. But... So I had those two weeks of working out hard and feeling great. And I was like, wow, I'm back into this. I hadn't been working out for a long time. Yeah. And CrossFit is pretty legit. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's definitely like a good workout. Yeah. And so 
I got sick before the week before the quarantine happened. And I, and I was recovering, I went to like one CrossFit workout, and then the next day, I swear, they're like, hey, we're closing down oh, because of the corona thing. Yeah. And now, I don't really know what I'm gonna do, so I've just been walking like right. two, three times a day, because I was like, good, get, yeah. I feel like I'm cooped up, and then I'm like, at I gotta get out of here, so that. I'll walk like yeah. a mile or something yeah. at a time. Yeah, at least, yeah. But, dude, you should do the 50 push-ups a day thing. Just I should. start with that. And... I should. I've been thinking about, uh, we talked about did we talk about p90x on the last one a little bit i we think mentioned we mentioned it. it yeah so i was gonna do i have all the p90x workouts because i used to love them still do but i just usually am not in good enough shape to like keep up with them yeah like i'll do a week and then i'll be like oh i got hit by a car but they have p90 the which they call it like the on switch to fitness or whatever which is so it's like, like a more basic it is more beginner and it's still a really good workout but you're doing like basic moves and stuff mm. instead of like a ton of pull-ups and push-ups I did it for like a month, um, two years ago, and I got a really good workout. But I think I'm gonna do that so I can build that baseline level of being fit again. Yeah, for sure. And I got the time now, so I'm like, maybe Dude, I should. Up. Yeah, that'd be good, I think. Mm -hmm. For sure. Otherwise, I'm just turning into like a fat lard. I, I saw, did you, I don't know if you saw, I posted it on Tamanda Makes Memes, shout out. But there's a Dr. Phil episode. That's his meme page. Oh yeah, I did see that. You did see that? Yeah. Where it's like, I was I was rich and gorgeous. Yes. But now I'm fat and broke. I'm a riches to rags story. Yeah. And like I feel like that's gonna be all of us coming out of quarantine if we're if we don't start working out. Yeah, you gotta get out. Honestly it's been cool though, because a lot on Instagram people are posting like quarantine workout challenges and mm -hmm. quarantine like workout uh, ideas and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, if you have if you have five gallon buckets and you have a board, you make a bench. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I've been doing a lot of decline push-ups on that, but then obviously I'll use the bench for like benching and I have like dumbbells and stuff. Mm -hmm. But other than that, honestly, uh, another thing that's cool is I've been trying to work more on like developing different skills, mm -hmm. like workout skills, like you know, decline push-ups, but work more on like I want to. I want to build up to like a one-arm push-up, which Dang. would be sick, right? Rocky. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm trying to get there, but like, so I've been working on that, like yesterday I did like a, there's different progressions you can do, so I'll put like one arm out further, mm -hmm. and then one arm like right under my chest, and then like the one arm that's out, there's, you put it on a ball, like a basketball or yeah. a soccer ball, and then you're just like forcing yourself to like put all that mm -hmm. weight on one peck. And then you switch, obviously, and so been doing that, and that's like actually incredibly hard. But trying to work up to that, so you can—that's another thing you can do. Uh, work on different skills, like um, Bridget's been working on her handstands, and dang, I tried it like mm -hmm. for the first time ever, probably since I was like five years old. Were you able to get it? I've never been able to do. I—I I don't know. She said it looked alright. I—I mm -hmm. I didn't feel like it was good, but yeah. this is my first time trying. But I tried was up there for like half a second yeah i could get a i could do a handstand in high school which was pretty nice but then my shoulders went bad not from the handstands but dude i remember being in like third fourth grade and all the kids would like do cartwheels and stuff like on on the playground and i tried once <laughs> it was so bad i got so embarrassed and i just yeah. was like never again so i have not tried Dude, why are kids low-key so fit? Like, they can, they can all... Seriously, some kids the, can do some, like, crazy stuff. Yeah, like, pull-ups? Yeah. 
You ever try one arm pull ups? It's because of their strength to weight ratio. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have like, well, some of them don't have any weight mm-hmm. or much weight that they have to pull. So you can just like, yeah, I'm 40 pounds. Yeah. So you can pull that up easier. But honest, obviously, I don't have as much muscle either. But yeah, for sure. Strength to weight ratio is what it's about in terms of like body weight measurements sure. and pull ups and stuff. My strength to weight ratio is not good right now. <laughs> have you ever done one handed pull ups? Or one-arm pull-ups, where... Like, w- <laughs> legit one-arm, or, like, people I grab their other you're wrist? You're allowed to grab your other wrist. Well, that's not legit one-arm. Yeah, I, I used to be able to do that in high school, but then, like, I it didn't do feel that real. The... Could people do the one-arm pull-ups? Yeah. I saw Mark do. Wahlberg do them in a movie. I don't know if it was real or not. Yeah, people can do them. Yeah, for sure. That'd be I goals. at all. That'd be harder than a one-arm push-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout-out shout to Marky Mark. That dude is a good goal to attain. Apparently, he wakes up at like three or something every morning. Yeah, and goes to bed at like seven. Unbelievable. That's like eight hours of sleep anyway, dude. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get all your stuff done before the sun rises and people are up, get your workout in, get whatever Mm -hmm. prayer in or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm, I'm not about that early morning life. I'm a night guy. Right. I saw that he was in like a, I think it was a fun feud with Dr. Oz about whether or not eating breakfast was good for you. And Dr. Oz was on the side of like intermittent fasting and skipping oh, breakfast. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg is on the side of like, hey, let's eat like all this stuff for breakfast and like have a healthy breakfast. Hmm. And I, I love intermittent fasting and it's worked for me in the past, but... Honestly, if I got to choose between who I believe about fitness, it's probably Mark Wahlberg. Oh, for Dr. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude. Just, he's got the results. Yeah, but there's different reputable sources that are on both opposite sides. spectrums. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's other people that are have the results and they're like, oh, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I suppose so. it depends. Mark Wahlberg's doing these, like, crazy workouts. You know, yeah. So he, so he I, yeah. I think it depends on your on your goals too, and like what you're trying to do. Yeah. But like, if you're trying to lose weight, intermittent. I did intermittent fasting for like three months once. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been like super huge and need to lose weight, but I was trying to cut, and it works. I mean, it definitely works. And it's kind of cool, just the just the lifestyle and the routine of it, and like, I like to eat a lot, so like, it allows you to like, yeah, you fast for a little bit, but then you can just mm-hmm. go ham. And uh, so that's nice. I always want to do IF and I've done it before, but now I'm like, I need my coffee, which you can have black coffee, but I have to have creamer. So I don't know what to do. Do low fat, non-fat creamer. I think it's like, well, anytime I heard that it's a, if you, you're allowed like 30 calories or something like that when you're intermittent fasting, that's what like the Hodge twins, remember them? That's what they say work for them. I believe them, but. Yeah, I think uh, Greg, Greg O'Gallagher. I think he does that. He's all about that too. Like, oh, you can have like 60 cows or something. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Well, I go overboard and I make my coffee white. So. Yeah, bro. That's tough. We're drinking coffee right now. And yours is... Let me see that. Uh, yeah, it's like more of a nice brown. It's like a macchiato. Legit though, dude. Morning coffee. Essential. It is essential. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm like a morning guy. So if I don't like right away, I'm kind of like, not that I'm cranky, but I'm just like, 
I need that. I want to have my coffee and then just chill for a bit and then like go from there. And like, mm-hmm. what is your like when you wake up? What is your like morning routine and stuff? My morning routine lately has been well, like my biggest goal. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. My biggest goal has been to like pray first thing, right? Right. So then before coffee. Yeah, dude. The other day I woke up. Um, the other day I woke that up. That takes discipline, bro. Honestly, it didn't work this morning. It didn't work this morning. I kind of just laid down, chilled, watched TikTok. Mm. Um, but that was dumb. Um, but so the other morning, like, and this is how I want my routine to go, is I just wake up and lay in bed and pray first thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. And this morning was dumb because I just, like, I posted a TikTok and it's going like decently big right now. Nice. It's like the funny one that I posted on Tamanda, the Dr. Phil one. Benny Jones TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. So yeah. So I like checked that before I did anything else, and then it got to me just like laughing at videos on my for you page, and then I didn't get to pray until I didn't I didn't like choose to pray until I drove here. It was like a thirty minute drive to Rapids yeah. or so, maybe right. twenty five. Um, but then just prayed in the car and listened to some worship music, which was pretty cool. Dude, I cannot pray laying in bed. Like, I I can, but it's like, I I lose focus so easily. Mm -hmm. So, focus in prayer is, like, hard for me. I really need to be, like, diligent. So, Mm -hmm. I I need to, like, not, like, need to be on my knees and pray, but I need to, like focus somehow and i'll if i'm tired i'll just like fall back to sleep so right i need to like get out of my bed in the morning if i'm gonna pray but um dude i heard uh this thing i was listening there's a book called static jedi where it's this guy eric samuel tim and he's talking about how to like master like in a world full of noise how to be like a jedi quote unquote Mm -hmm. but like he's really talking about how to still have solitude with god Mm -hmm. and he says he wakes up he makes two cups of coffee and he'll set one down, like, metaphorically for God. And then he'll have his coffee. Mm. And it'll be, like, Jesus, like acknowledging Jesus' yeah. presence in the room. And he said he's, like, waiting for one day for his him to, like, go over and pick up the coffee cup and it's all gone. <laughs> Dude, wait. So he just wastes a cup of coffee? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Come on. Yeah, he does. Uh, I mean. Dude, it's okay. That's the dude um, I listened to him preach and I got saved, though. Really? So he's doing something right. Yeah, just Holy, mean, Sp- Holy Spirit's anybody, moving for him. But yeah. <laughs> wasting coffee, man. That's close to borderline wrong. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe he drinks it himself later, though. Like, he said up again. I don't but know. That kind of, like, ruins the metaphor. My bad. Or the... What was my that bad. bad? That was my, uh... Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Why? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I should have coffee when I pray because it probably keeps me more focused, and I enjoy coffee a lot. So maybe that'd be a good consistency thing. Wake up, get my coffee, go back in my room and pray. Yeah, dude. First thing I do, honestly, first thing I do is drink water. I always bring water by my bed when mm-hmm. I sleep. So then when I wake up, I'll just finish whatever's left. Because mm-hmm. I get like net bad dry mouth. Mm-hmm. Like during, I'll like wake up in the middle of the night to drink water. That's true. Yeah. I get pretty bad dry mouth too. Anytime I fall asleep, I wake up my mouth horribly dry. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I used to be able to fix it with like biotin because they're like good for dry mouth. It didn't help at all. You just got to deal with it and drink water. What is that? Like a mouthwash? It's like a mouthwash that's specifically for people with dry mouth. Weird. Yeah. I'm like, it's a marketing scheme, but 
Yeah, dude, you just gotta drink that water throughout the day. Right now we got two, we each have a glass of water and a glass of coffee. It's like a recipe for just having to pee really bad. <laughs> well, dude, when I get, so we're talking a lot, obviously. So like, I if you drink coffee, it like makes your mouth even more like kind of dry, honestly. Mm. So you need, you need water. Yeah. You see like preachers up there, they're like, <laughs> you gotta have that water. I'm like, how can you talk for 40 minutes and not have water? Seriously. Like, I get nasty, bad dry now. But. I remember, uh, shout out to Pastor Jeff, but one time he had his water in like a glass and it was like tinted brown and it le legit looked like he had a glass of whiskey up there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it gets rough. It gets rough for pastors sometimes. It's a hard life. For sure. But it's a, it's a blessed life. Oh, yes, very blessed. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be tough, dude, being a pastor and, like, you just have to, like, be there for everybody and, like, be there just, for everybody. Just love on everybody regardless of whether you like them or not. True, true. <laughs> like, that expectation of just, like, for me, I get in moods sometimes and I'm just like, I don't really want to talk to you. That sounds bad, but. Me? No, not <laughs> specifically. No, not you, bro. <laughs> no, just in general, like I'm yeah. introverted, so like that probably has something to do with it. Yeah, and I'm trying to work on on that sure. in my heart. But sometimes there's just people. People are tough. Yeah, dude, and I'm like a I'm probably well, I'm a huge extrovert, and I feel like I try to be in, like really inclusive. But at the same time, there's some people that are just really hard to love. And yeah. read, well, our Bible plan that I'm on, I'm like a couple days behind in the New Testament. It's a New Testament in the year plan. And uh, whatchamacallit, I was reading it Luke 6 yesterday. Nice. And love your enemies. Love your enemies. Yeah. And I think that is one of the hardest parts of being a Christian sometimes. Or like one of the things that is hard to deal with in the beginning the idea is just so anti-cultural anti like what you naturally would want to do like right you know if if someone's treating me bad they're gonna get the same thing mm -hmm. like you get the same energy you put out you know that whole like mm -hmm. idea of people like you know if you love me i love you and if, if you're mean to me you're gonna get the same thing back yeah and like that's almost like a widespread common understanding of just how you interact and respond mm -hmm. to people and then jesus comes and is like i say to you love your enemies you know it, it's easy he says even even sinners even people that don't love god i mean we're all sinners obviously but like yeah. even people that are not walking with god or not loving jesus even they love people that love them back right and he, and he says to me he says i say to you love your enemies yeah bless those that curse you mm -hmm. and so it's just such a like crazy thought to like okay i'm getting getting hate and my natural response in my heart is like mm -hmm. okay well nothing to do with you then mm -hmm. like you're this you deserve this you deserve me to not respond to you and us to have this mm -hmm. lack of peace in our life you know this lack of relationship because you're treating me bad or whatever but yep. he says no you respond to hate with actually coming to them and and 
responding to them with, you know, like, if, if your enemy is hungry, mm-hmm. feed him. If he's thirsty, give him, give him water to drink. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's such, I mean, in Christianity, and if you've been a Christian for a while, it's like, okay, this is basic. This mm-hmm. is like, you've heard this a million times. Right. But if you really think about it, like, it's so profound and so, like, such a revolutionary idea. Yeah. Because it's just so against what our nature tells us to do. Yeah. And I feel like I hear it a lot from Christians that I'm, like, really close with or friends where, I mean, I do this too. I'm guilty of it, of, like, there's certain people that you just don't want to be around or you're like, I don't like that person. Mm -hmm. And I've even, like, avoided people. Like, I like to hang out in big groups a lot of times, mm-hmm. and I'll avoid certain people, um, just because it can ruin the whole vibe, or whatever. Yeah. But that's not okay. Right. That's something that happens, like, within the last couple yeah. months. And I feel like that's, uh, is that hate? I don't know. Or, like... it Maybe apathy. Apathy? That's probably, like, almost, uh, you know... Mm-hmm indifference probably more so than hate yeah but that can be just as bad i also think there's a lot of people that um well forgiveness is hard for people Mm -hmm. forgiveness is a really hard thing but then like and like we talked about the lord's prayer last time yeah um but it says like for if you don't forgive people like god won't forgive you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like to be given forgiven by god truly and to like realize that is to forgive like to, yeah. you have to forgive others right. and it's like that parable where the guy he had a massive debt um, mm-hmm. to his his like master or whatever yeah. and the guy like massive and he um, like 10 like it'd be like 10 grand or maybe let's compare it to like 100 grand right like being in debt like 100 grand and the guy completely forgave him the debt yeah. and didn't accept it like or didn't like treat him as he should have been right. for ha- owing him that he much didn't yeah, he released force him. him to, yeah, he didn't force him to pay it. It's like, you're clear. Yeah. You have, you have no debt. And then the same guy who got forgiven that debt, someone owed him, like, let's say, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And he had him thrown in prison, had the other guy thrown in prison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the idea of, like, the overflow of what's been given to you. If you really understand that Jesus forgave you and that, like... He died and paid your debt because mm-hmm. that's what the parable is you know like the debt that you you know it's yeah. a it's a picture of god's relationship with us and the debt that you have of your sin that deserves judgment mm-hmm. jesus paid for that and took that for you mm-hmm. and so now if you really receive that and accept that and like know that to be true the overflow will be man god forgave me crazy amount i can forgive mm-hmm. this person for that Maybe it's not little. Maybe to you, that's it's been a big thing. But in comparison to what Jesus forgave you of and what you did to him, yeah, it's like not even comparable. For and sure. So it's that heart of like, and that's what it is. A walking with Jesus is receiving his heart and receiving yeah. like that's what we're talking about in prayer, like realigning your heart for to be yep like his. And that's what really like that's an example of it. Mm-hmm. Of, Jesus's heart is to forgive and to take that payment for you and so that should be your heart as well right because even in that parable the the hundred thousand dollars that person had to eat that like he had to you know what I mean like he had to he had to take on 
the fact that he's not going to get that money back, you right. know? And so, like, that he had to take that loss. Yeah. Like, no one's paying that money back to him. He just... It's gone. And so, he forgave it. And But he had to sacrifice not having that money. And in the same way, like, we have... There's a sacrifice that comes with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But... Where was I going with that? That was it. Yeah, I noticed there was one time in particular I was on my way... Um, to an event in Minneapolis and something happened where I was like super angry with somebody and because like um, it, it, something happened that really could have been avoided with like better planning mm-hmm. and I was like super angry like getting ready to lay into this person and be like super mad Yeah. and I was like I was on a long drive like it was from Rapids to Minneapolis mm-hmm. so like three hours and this happened like 20 minutes in and I was like, oh God, like, this is horrible. I just want to make this person feel dumb, feel stupid for like the mistake kind of. Yeah. And then I was like, like super angry. Right. And then I went and I was like, I felt like dumb because like, why would I want to make someone feel bad about that? And then, but I, but okay. So it changed my perspective. I went and prayed about it. And then I actually had like a good conversation with the person nice. and like was able to like be at peace. Yeah. Because I think, like, the prayer, like, realigned my perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's random, but... Yeah, renew my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, like, when I'm not in God's word and I'm not in prayer, I'm not treating people well. Right. I'm not, like, reflecting on what Christ has done yeah. for me. And it really is an example of, like, Jesus didn't just say that because it sounds good. He mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally the gospel. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Like, while we hated him. Yeah. He loved us. We are his... I mean, there's other verses that talk about us being enemies of God. Right. If you're not in Jesus, like, you're living a rebellious life. You're making yourself an enemy of God. Mm-hmm. And while we are in that, Jesus came and said, I'm going to die for you. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to sacrifice mm-hmm my life for yours and I'm gonna love you and it's like amidst somebody spitting in your face and hating you and not wanting anything to do with you you still have that heart of like I would die for you right yeah well Christ was on the cross he prayed for people like that they would be forgiven yeah forgive them for they know not what they do yeah while he's literally dying the worst death he could at the time yeah And, um, I mean, that just, like, when you reflect on that and the severity of that and the, yeah, how extreme that is, and then I'm holding bitterness or I don't want to talk to someone because they annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's right. not even my enemy. It's just, like, this yeah. person annoys me or I'm not, I don't really like them that much. But it's, like, you're going to let that affect how you treat them and mm-hmm. you're going to let that affect your image of them and how you view them. Right. Like, they're still image bearers of God and they still matter and like if that you know treat others how you want to be treated you know that Mm -hmm. whole idea and like if other people there's plenty of people that probably don't like you or probably don't like me Mm -hmm. you know and do we want them to just treat us like garbage because they don't like us you know and it's like yeah and even realigning that thought of like okay why don't I like this person that's probably not Mm -hmm. just justified anyway Mm mm-hmm and um, it could be a lot based on what I deem to be cool or, or what I deem to be, you know, a likable thing about a person. And it's like, that's not even like I'm right. probably holding something a little 
too high a value that doesn't even deserve that value. Like, I don't like him because he doesn't have the same, mm-hmm. you know, beliefs as me, or he doesn't have the same uh, habits or, or what's the word? Man. Hobbies, hobbies. Hobbies, not what? <laughs> I said mannerisms. We were way different. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have the same mannerisms as me. Yeah, yeah, we're not. I also, I also was thinking like having God's perspective when it comes to seeing people, Mm -hmm. because I mean, God sees, God knows everything that we've been through, but like every person, like the whole idea of like hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, like so many people that I I've realized that I've like been annoyed by are people that have like like they're they're having hard times or like, and it's for a reason. Like environments really matter and what's happened to them really matter and like those can cause people to be like what people consider to be annoying yeah when like all that like they need to be shown love Mm -hmm. so that like christ love we need to be christ to people that are having a hard time right like and usually people lash out because they're having like a bad day or a bad or Mm -hmm. like i mean people don't just become like rude or i don't know well either yeah even if that is their natural disposition. Like, mm-hmm. that's not an excuse. Like, our natural right. disposition is sin mm-hmm. and True. rebellion against God, but he responded in love. Right. So even if that is their natural disposition, like, responding in love and having dude, sure. having compassion and trying to understand, the idea of, like, trying to understand people and, mm-hmm. like, being quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Yeah, dude. Like, you're not lashing out in anger or, or bitterness or even apathy towards right. them because you're you're quick to hear mm-hmm. and you're listening and you're trying to understand and have compassion on them and understand why they are how they are mm-hmm. and then like dude it's it's really hard to be mad at someone if you like know who they are mm-hmm. like if you like to, to hold that bitterness if you really know and get to know like why why are we more apt to like forgive and love people closest to us right we know them the best. We understand what they've been through. We have mm-hmm. compassion on them. And like, if you can just, even if you don't know all the details, if you can just have that mentally in your mind, like, okay, this person's been through some stuff. Let me just relax and like, try to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that like stuff going on on Facebook, like people post like everybody, yeah, I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. been through something. Mm-hmm. And you never know what someone's going through. And so have like, it was like a week a couple weeks ago at the grocery store like someone was the cashier was just like not super nice but i remember thinking like maybe she's having a bad day or maybe she's Mm -hmm. i mean you never know they could have just like five minutes ago Mm -hmm. gotten some terrible news or something it's like you expect them to be you know Mm -hmm. don't don't have that bitterness towards them without fully understanding like what's going on in them for sure. Or at least you might never like get to know the details and have that knowledge, but at least in your mind be like, mm-hmm. you know, there's there could be something going on. I'm gonna love them regardless. Right. I was also it reminded me of uh, C.S. Lewis and Mere Christianity said that like if you act as though you love somebody, you will actually come to like lo- start to love them. Like if you mm-hmm. like because so- love is not a feeling. Like biblically, love is not just a feeling; yeah. it's a choice. Right. And so not just in relationships, but I feel like. You know, it's like prayer um, with, uh, you have to practice, you have to like do it, you have to just do it and then it gets better over time. And same with reading the Bible. And I think like Jesus didn't, well, never mind. Um, So like 
we don't become like Jesus just overnight. I feel okay. like, you know, we have to like mm-hmm. follow him and like listen to his teachings. Yeah, and abide and, in him. And, and abide in him and then yeah, like rest. How we pray more, prayer becomes more easy. We read the Bible more, reading the Bible becomes more easy. I think it's the same with loving people. Yeah. So just act as though you love them. And that's what I need to remember. And it's honestly, it's like, it's a good test of your faith. And it's probably, it is something you should rejoice in when it happens. Like mm-hmm. if somebody's hating you or someone's even like someone not super lovable, not that they hate, that their hate's directed towards you, but they're just doing things or are somebody that's not super mm-hmm. lovable. Like that's an opportunity for you to show love. That's yeah. an opportunity. Just like how our faith is revealed and our faith is grown through trials. It's like he, James tells mm-hmm. us, you were just reading it. James tells us to rejoice in trials, knowing that it will produce, it'll produce fruit in us. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, like rejoice when somebody hates you or rejoice when somebody isn't lovable because that's going to produce love in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. So. And you get the chance to like, like try and love them and mm-hmm. act out your faith right and it goes back to what we said in the beginning like if you love people that love you back what is it what does that show what mm-hmm. does that do for you what does that do for them mm-hmm. like everybody naturally does that mm-hmm. love your enemies love those that hate you and that really shows that you're his and that yep. really shows that you have a heart of jesus because really jesus is the only one that did that on that level and did that genuinely because mm-hmm. he is love and he he went so far as to love his enemies by dying for him as we said right. and so he lived that out he didn't just say it yeah that's that whole idea like I'm, I'm just reading through Luke 6 a little bit right now you know, it goes on. He says, if you love those who love you, what benefit is to you? If you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that? If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend and expect nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you'll be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your father is merciful. Dude, that verse. Fire. That last verse, that part. He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. That's just so life-giving and like relieving for me. (laughs) Because I'm ungrateful and evil a lot. I have just a lot of just things that go unnoticed in your heart of, Mm -hmm. of things God's done for you or things that are good in your life that you just don't recognize and you don't acknowledge that it's mm-hmm. it's the Lord. He's still kind and he's still good to those that are ungrateful and those that are evil. So in the same way, be merciful. And that's it. Like we're made in the image of God. We're made to reflect who he is. And that is a reflection mm-hmm. of who Jesus is good bro that's good stuff yeah you got anything else on that um i was just back to james my last thought here is like faith without works is dead yeah like so if i think every time 
if we're living a life that consistently isn't loving our enemies or is consistently hating people or yeah, etc. <laughs> like we should examine whether or not our faith is genuine and maybe our faith is genuine. We just need to realign yeah. and repent. Right. Repent. So and, uh, I know that's, I've been, I'm, that's been on my heart is I just like need to be more like Jesus. Cause like we're expected to live a life of like the kingdom yeah. as Jesus did. And that's upside down from what the world does. Like the yeah. world says, like, let's hate our enemies. Yeah. But Jesus says, love everyone, love your enemies. Yeah. And even how he put, like, kindness is kind of a different offshoot of love. It's, you mm-hmm. know, a, a way that you can and show love in a unique way is, is kindness. And, mm-hmm. like, the way he says that at the end, like, he is kind, God is kind mm-hmm. to the ungrateful. And just, like, yeah, having that heart of kindness, that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Like, having kindness towards people and... Um, that's a whole other topic in itself because t- kindness you know goes into like compassion and caring and tender and, for sure um but for sure dude i have to pee so bad yeah hey <laughs> yeah we're gonna go pee not at the same time but thank you so much for listening to our podcast episode two of talking, talking in, in circles. circles you guys are legends hopefully we didn't talk in circles as much i think we <laughs> but did. if we did then we're just then we're just living up to our, our name. True. So thanks. You guys have All a right, good day. Y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace.